Every mistake is an opportunity to learn. Even those whack exes and lame situationships you endured. This podcast helps single black millennials date smarter by sharing stories of what not to do in dating. Join me, Randy, as I talk with black millennials about the dating lessons they've learned and the mistakes they never want to make again. This is Situationships Podcast, and I'm your host, Randy. Hey y'all, this is Randy. On this week's episode, I talk with Sunita, a 34-year-old woman living in New York City who's taking an indefinite break from dating. She's met her fair share of duds, and instead of being upfront when she's ready to move on, Sunita tends to keep her feelings to herself and lets things drag on much longer than she'd really like to. She shares the story of dating a dude who took advantage of her kindness and her wallet, and another story of a guy who got sloppy drunk on a date and she kind of had to pretend like it was all normal. If you have a friend who could use some dating advice, please share this episode with them. Get Situationships Podcast merch and early access to podcast episodes by becoming a Situationships Podcast Patreon at patreon.com backslash situationshipspod. And lastly, let's connect on social media. You can find me at situationshipspod on Instagram and Facebook and at situationspod on Twitter. All right. I hope you enjoy the episode. So I'm very excited to talk to you today because, um, you know, based on your pre-interview questionnaire and a little bit of email back and forth we, we've had, I feel like we have similar dating experiences. And so I'm very curious to hear about um, just how you're navigating it all. Um but you specifically mentioned in your in your pre-interview questionnaire that communication has been an issue when things start to run their course in situationships. Mm-hmm. So I was hoping you could like tell me a little bit more about that, what your experience has been, and just what that's been like. What that's been like for you? Um, I would say communication on my end. I'm a very, uh, I would say, um, I'll cut you off when I feel like you did something or said something and I won't tell you why. Right. Mm. So you and I, so, (laughs) I mean, I, you know, I'll take the blame for that for sure. Um, so a guy can, you know, I could be talking to a guy, the guy could be really nice. He says something and in my head, I'm like, Oh no, this is not going anywhere. And I will still entertain him. But in the back of my mind, I just know that, like, this ain't it. And um, I, yeah, and I just, and I cut him off like that. I just send him an email or, not an email, send him a text and be like, hey, this has been great, but no thanks. And um, I don't think it's fair um, to the men that I've dated to cut people off that way. I know that for sure. I just know that it's not a nice thing. But you know what? I am who I am. And, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> That's so <laughs> That's so mean, but it, you know, it is. Uh, And I'm, that's something I have to work on for sure is just being, um, a little bit more open and a little more honest upfront to the men that I'm, that I'm dealing with, especially if I feel like you're doing something that I don't like, you said something Mm -hmm. that I don't like. Yeah. Cause I've been in a lot of situations where in my head, I'm like, Oh my God, I'm never going to speak to this man again. But you know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. they don't know that during the time. 
you know, so it's definitely something that I have to work on for sure. So has this been, so have the situationships been like y'all have been dating for several months? Is this like, you know, still new? Like, I guess at what point will like, um, you kind of just decide that like this ain't it? Um, or historically what has been the case? It's been, um, the last guy that I was speaking to, it was cool at first. And then I noticed something and I was like, oh no. And that was like a few weeks in the relationship, the situation. I'm going to call that a relationship. Yeah. I call that a situationship. Um, and, but usually the guys that I've dated, mm-hmm. it's been very early on. It's like, I know I'm talking to them and I'm like, I know it's not, it's not going to go anywhere. Like, I know it, Yeah. you know, Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, you know, and, um, I don't say it to them. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't mention it to them, but I think they know it too. But there are some guys like the last guy I dated that he really thought him, her, um, him and I was going to go somewhere. And I was just like, no. Um, and then, you know, that certain, then, you know, I broke up, broke it up with him and he was like thrown off guard. Cause like the day before we had a really good time. And then the next day when I sent him the text of like, Hey, we're not seeing each other anymore. It kind of threw him off. But, um, yeah. That's so funny. That's no, it's I don't don't uh, it's not horrible. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'll say it's not horrible <laughs> just because because it's what I do sometimes as well. Um, it's funny. I tell people all the time, all the time. I will go out on these dates. Um, these like Tinder date, not usually not Tinder, but like hinge dates, whatever dating app. I'll meet up with somebody. We'll have like a four hour date and like have you know a pretty cool like interesting conversation, and then at the end of it, I'll be like, well. I never have to do that again. Like it was cool, but like it just wasn't, you know, wasn't it, you know? And I always tell people I could talk, you know, and I think for me, I try to do a good job of like weeding out people and finding people who I know I can like at least kind of get along with. So, you know, like we'll be kicking it. And then I just, it still doesn't mean that I like them and I'm, and and I feel like sometimes they get, like confused because they'll be like wait why doesn't she why is this not why doesn't she seem interested even though we just had like a what seemed to be an amazing date yes 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 so here's the thing i don't want to seem make it seem like i'm like a total i don't want to make it seem like i'm like a total Mm b-i-t-c-h because there have been men that have been completely rude and disgusting Mm. and out of this world ignorant mm-hmm. and okay I'm gonna give you a, a, a story I just told I was speaking to one of my friends she lives in Spain mm-hmm. and I was telling her about this um I went on the um, date with a guy met him before super cool so we were, we um met up at this um Mexican restaurant in my area in New York City mm-hmm. I say Mexican restaurant because it's gonna come into okay. play okay the story so he was a little bit drunk. He was a little bit, we had a little bit to drink before we got to um, the restaurant, uh-huh. got to the restaurant. He was, he was very drunk, very tipsy. Yikes. He had rum, right? Got to the restaurant. You know, when you have something um, like in your teeth and uh-huh. you like, you know, how people do like a little spit, like a little toy. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this man spit and spit on the floor at this restaurant. What? Are you to serious? The point, I'm serious. To the point where someone was walking and had to like step back <gasps> so they won't get 
hit, right? Oh my God. Yes. So, <laughs> um, and then I ordered some empanadas. Uh-huh. Um, it wasn't the best empanadas. It were dry, but the thing with me, like, if I don't like something, I rarely I take it back. I'm just gonna be like, you know what? It's it's fine. Yeah. I'm not gonna take it back. You know. So I had I ate I ate like a bite. I was like, oh my god, this is not good. And so he took a bite of it. He flagged down the um the waiter. All the waiters in the in this Mexican restaurant are Mexican. Mm-hmm. He flagged down the waiter and was like, um, hey, yo, this doesn't taste good. I can get better empanadas down the street. I live in Washington Heights. There's a lot of um it's a very Hispanic heavy area. Mm-hmm. Like, I can get I can get, you know, um empanadas down the street better than this. And in my head I'm just like, Why are you telling this waiter this? Like yeah. he doesn't he doesn't cook the food. So <laughs> whatever. Then at the end of the of the we finished our meals, he cursed the Mexican waiter out. He's like, "You fucking Mexican!" And I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "Oh my god!" And here's the thing: like, should I have said something right then and there? Yes, but the fact that he was so inebriated yeah. in alcohol, I that was something where I had to like hold my tongue just yeah. because I didn't want to agitate this person even more. Oh, totally. You know what I mean? But something like that, I'm never going to, like, talk, like, that That experience itself, I'm never going to, like, talk to you again. Yeah. And he called me, um, like, a few a few weeks ago. And him and I talked. Did I ever say to him, like, hey, you're, you were an asshole in the Mexico? I was like, no, I didn't say it. I didn't tell him that because him and I will never be out in public together. Yeah. Ever, ever, ever. It's just not going to happen, right? And there have been a lot of, like, things like that where something similar would happen where I just, I'm like, you know what? That is your personality. I am not very heavily invested in you to change you. So I'm going to peace out. And that's where the whole communication comes into play. I'm not heavily invested into you for me to try to change you. And maybe again, it's selfish on my part because maybe there is something there to change or something there to highlight into someone so they can like have some reflection on themselves. But again, I just, I'm just not, has to be a very particular person for me to engage into that into that conversation with them does that make sense it does because I think so I think for me when I know it it's like is it worth your energy you know is it is it worth the time is it worth the effort because like yeah you could muster up whatever to say this thing to this person but like for what? Like, why? <laughs> you know? Um, uh, and I'm curious. I'm curious. So how did you end up, like, I guess, breaking it off? Like, is it with him specifically? Did it just, like, fizzle? Or did you actually, at some point, like, tell him, like, hey, we probably shouldn't go out anymore? Oh, the spitter at the restaurant? Yeah, yes. Yeah, the spitter. <laughs> um. Yeah, I just stopped. Um, I just stopped reaching out to him and he stopped reaching out to me got you yeah got you mm-hmm. okay see and that's the thing too that i because i think a lot about communication i do think communication is one of the things that is like makes dating more difficult is because i don't know if it's like a generational thing but i do think like we don't communicate as much as we probably should but yeah with that said i do think there are certain situations where it's like 
we ain't got to do all this. You know what I mean? Like, you spit and call the man a fucking Mexican. And, like, <laughs> I just don't need to go down this, you know, this avenue mm-hmm. of, like, telling you what you did or why I was inappropriate. Like, you should know. And I'm going to just, like, bow out gracefully. Um, but, but then I, again, go ahead. I agree. But then again, I feel like, I feel like, sometimes I feel like I need to tell I want. I really want to say the N word, but I'm trying to be civil. I really want to tell some of these men. <laughs> but I'm thinking about when I say these men, think about the N word. I really want to tell some of these men, this you, what you're doing is not right. So f- for when they go to the next woman, they know what they're doing, what they're what they did before, ain't going to hold up for the next woman. That's sometimes how I feel because I don't want these some of these men to go out into these streets and be like, oh, let me spit on this restaurant for me, let me call, you know, racist, racist statements in this restaurant and think that it's okay when it's not okay. Because I don't want you to do that to the next um, female. I don't yeah. want you to do that. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's where I'm just like, should I say something? I mean, it's not necessarily for me. It's for the next chick that you're going to be with. That's because fair. that behavior is not, that's how sometimes how I feel. And that's why I, said, I feel like I'm selfish in a way because it's not selfish for me it's also selfish for him because this person needs to know that their behavior is not okay. Yeah, that's real. I remember my best friend, um, this is probably like a year or two ago, there was like a like a period where she was just like very upfront with dudes that she was going out with. Like essentially when they fucked up, she was like, this is how you fucked up. Um, and yeah. it was for that yeah. reason. So it was like, you th- you clearly thought that this was appropriate and okay. I'm letting you yeah. know that it's not. Yeah, um, I need to be on. That. Yeah, <laughs> I, but that's it's funny because it's hard, right? Be <sighs> honesty is always going to be hard. Yeah, that's true. I think that's true. Talk saying saying it is going to be hard, and the person receiving it is going to be hard. Yeah, and I don't know. I remember- Go ahead. I remember I was at a pan. Um, I w- attended a panel, and it was about dating. Mm-hmm. And they were saying, I guess one of the guys, were, someone in the audience, asked, "How do you not ghost anyone?" And the guy was like, "Okay, so if you don't want me to ghost, then I'm going to tell you to the face. Hey, you're. This has been nice, but I don't really like you like that." And everyone in the audience got upset. Really? Saying, yes. The whole audience was like in a roar. And I'm just like, wait a second. So in my head, I'm like, so you don't want to be ghosted. But when he's honest right. about you upset, like, so there's not really. And I, I, just, I just saw that. I was like, wow, you can't really win for anything. Exactly. Yeah. I, it's funny because I saw something similar on uh, Instagram. There was like this, like, I don't know if it was real or not, but there was like this text conversation going around the Internet that was I think it was like a woman who was like, hey, um, can you come over tonight? Um, and then this dude wrote like this paragraph that was like essentially saying like, hey, you know, I don't see you that way. I see you more as a friend. I'm sure you'll find somebody that will like love you and give you what you want one day, but it's not me. I just want to be really open and honest. And he, in my perspective, it was like, it was a bit much in that it was so long. He could have just like gotten to the point, but like he was honest. Yes. He he wrote wrote it to a woman. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, saying that he was just not interested in like being with her in that way. Um, and people's comments were like, no, that's really inappropriate. Like, he was really yeah. mean. And mm-hmm. I think that we are in this, like, extremely sensitive time where, like, people yeah. are 
too sensitive. Because like to your point, like we ask men to be honest about what they want and what they're doing. And then they do. And then we're like, oh, that hurt my feelings. Don't be mean to me. But it's not mean. Like honesty isn't mean necessarily. It doesn't have to be mean. Oh, it's a it's a slippery slope. It is a slippery slope because I think tact is really important when you have Mm. these kinds of conversations. Um, It's actually really funny, too. I was watching Waiting to Exhale last night. It's on Hulu. Um, It's so interesting to watch that movie as an adult, because first of all, I was like, oh, they're in their 40s and they're not. They the same age as me. And I was like, shit. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And yeah. towards the end of the movie, Whitney Houston's character, um, I think her name mm-hmm. is um, Savannah, she mm-hmm. had like reconnected with um, a man from her past who she was in love with. He had gotten married and had a child at some point, was like trying to um, like reconnect with Whitney Houston's character. And she was like with it for a second. But then mm-hmm. she realized how fucked up it was that she was like essentially like sleeping with a married man and that he wasn't going to, he wasn't in a position yet to leave his wife and she, she went off on him. And I was like, I don't know how I feel about that because while I agree that it's your right to change your mind and think that this isn't what I want to do and who I want to be anymore to be like, you ain't shit out of the blue when you were yeah. like complicit in it you know yep. um so any like the, the more like what i guess what i'm getting at is like i think that women sometimes um we want our cake and eat it too in certain ways i know i think men want their cake and eat it too in a lot of ways but like we oh. want men to be honest but we don't want to hear their honesty we want to be able to be offended when men are honest or when they're just being themselves um, and kind of want to have a moral, hi- be on a moral high horse, I think sometimes, which we all have to recognize the role that we play in the situations that we allow, you know? Yeah. Um, Honestly, it's, 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 it's a double-edged sword. It really is. And I is. think we're, we're not prepared for it. I think, especially women, we've been kind of like groomed to be nice and proper and, you know, you know, be seen and not heard type of a thing that us even speaking our truth can make people upset. Oh, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And I do think that's like a very valid um, consideration because like I think men are also very sensitive and don't <laughs> can't take honesty um, a lot of times as well because there's there's the very real reality of like understanding that being honest with a man might lead to like violence or like emotional or, or like verbal abuse or even physical abuse why say anything to the spitter right and the rest um he has like an anger issue mm. and so I said it out of like I don't want to upset this man because I don't know what he's going to do next type of a thing yeah so I guess, you know, in, in other like dating situations or situationships where you've been like in your mind, you made the choice like I'm not doing this anymore. This isn't for me. Um, mm-hmm. And when you did, I guess, I guess what made you hesitate to say something? And then when you did like finally communicate that you didn't want to like date them anymore, what were their reactions? Um, 
what was the first question again? Um, like, so like, what makes what, you what like not want to say oh. anything? I guess. Um, sometimes, sometimes I, the reason why I don't want to say anything because it's like. I'm like in the back of my mind. I'm like maybe there's something to it. Let's 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 see. Let's yeah. take, let's go out one more date. Let's yeah. hang out one more time. That's, ugh, you know, <laughs> you know. That's just like hmm, maybe maybe something is there. And then you know he comes over. And you're like yeah, ain't, ain't nothing happening going on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's usually is the case for me. And sometimes it's just even. The, with my all those previous I just feel like I've been depleted right mm. and I feel like if I feel like I'm de- being depleted financially because a lot of these Niggas. men <laughs> yes <laughs> Listen, I was trying to be civilized right, okay? I know, that's all right. <laughs> a lot of these men um sometimes they don't go anywhere they don't have a lot of money to do anything mm. um so I'm like the one who's paying like and I'm not like, I'm not even balling like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. like I'm the one paying sometimes paying for things and it's just like what am I getting out of this situation? Yeah. It's like if I'm the one constantly having a conversation with you, I'm the one constantly being like, "Hey, let's go here. Let's go here. Let's want to do this, want to do this, want to meet here." And then like you're bringing barely anything to the table. Again, I don't have the energy to give you my honest opinion, how I yeah, feel about you. Yeah. Yeah. You it's know? like, I've already done enough work. Uh, I don't want to have to do the emotional work yeah. to like communicate. Yeah. That's fair. I like, I, yeah. I understand that. So with the last guy I was dating, um, he cool guy, super chill. I will always say that with all the guys I've dated, even with the spitter, like cool guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and the guys previous that cool guys always chill. Um, so the previous guy that I was dating, he, um, he got too comfortable. Um, he recently lost his job. He, I guess he was in sales, wasn't making enough money or some crap like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, I guess they had to like, let him go. So he was like on the road of like doing interviews and doing unemployment and all that crap. Mm-hmm. And, he would come over. He'd be like, hey, let's order something. And I'm like, I'm not hungry. He's like, well, can you order this for me? So I would order it for him on my Seamless account. Mm-hmm. Of course, Seamless, whose money pay- paycheck is coming out of, um, bank account is com- coming out of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> right? You know, um, we would, you know, smoke a little something here and there. Mm-hmm. Again, that's my, my shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, if there was a drink, that would also be mine. Yeah. So I don't, you know, and he just got a little bit too comfortable. Yeah. And then at the end, slightly end, um, like I said, he didn't have a job for a little bit. Mind you, all we were dating for a little bit. He showed me his bank, um, his statement, mm-hmm. his bank statement. He didn't have a lot of money in it. So, and then he was like, you know, if I were to ask you for some money. Ooh. You see what I'm saying? Why I don't give these none of these niggas the validation of being honest with them? <laughs> yeah, like, see, that's that's way too comfortable. <laughs> you know what I mean? And mind you, he has like a child. Oh shit! And the amount of money he had in that account, I'm like, how? In my mind, I'm like, how are you? How are you? This is not a perfect example of how, has a man who has a child. 
yeah. for that amount of money. I understand times are tough. People lose their, this is way, way before the Corona times are tough, but you have to set yourself up for you and yourself, yeah. for you and your child. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to say them out. It's very little girl in New York city. <laughs> like yeah, that's you, real. Can, you can like in a blink of an eye that can be gone. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm like, that is just not, that's just not, that's not a good look at all. And to be comfortable to be like, hey, can I ask you for some money is a whole, it's a no. That's the second man that asked me for money. And it's been like a no go. Mm. Like, it's just like, I don't know what's going on with these men out here being comfortable asking women that they've just been dating for a short bit money. It's, it's crazy and it's nuts and it needs to stop. And if you're in a predicament where you don't have enough money to date, Pull back on dating and and build up your finances so you can do that for yourself because you look crazy out here. I have a, it's funny. That is actually one of my biggest like question marks around dating right now is like money. Um, And I actually, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how I want to have a conversation about it because I do feel like we as like millennials need to have a conversation, black millennials specifically have a conversation Mm -hmm. about money because black women are out earning black men like it's 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 just the reality and Mm -hmm. but like if you think about historically how we've been taught what dating should look like it's that men should be coming out of pocket but they ain't got it and so it's like how do you or or if they even if they got it you got it more you know what I mean so like how Mm -hmm. do we navigate that but that's a whole that's a whole other conversation I don't know it's it's very conflicting yeah it is I was listening to another podcast about uh-huh. women, like uh, the women should put a little bit something towards the date instead of having the man pay for everything. And a little bit, I agree with that. I don't think like the guy have to pay for your Uber, have to pay for this. I mean, you could pay for your own Uber to get to and from the date, to and from, right. you know, um, you could probably pay for the tip. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't, it, I don't know. I don't think it's, should surely depend like be on the shoulders of one person if that person choose to do that choose to do so but yeah that's a whole whole situation of a conversation oh, about yeah it's it's a lot okay it's, so it's a lot so so getting back to the nigga that asked you for money <laughs> what um which one i know i was gonna say which one <laughs> um uh so how did you end up like breaking it off with him and what was his reaction once you did um i basically sent a text like <laughs> okay i'm gonna be very honest okay he came over i asked him to um engage in physical activity mm-hmm. and then he left Okay. And I just wanted that, that. I just wanted that from him, and I told him to leave. And then I sent him a text saying, <laughs> "Thank you for your services. Goodbye." Because <laughs> you got to be able to bring something to the table. If you ain't got no money, <laughs> shit. But um, it wasn't that cold. Um, kind of. It was. It wasn't that cold. But I basically sent him a text saying, "You know, um, I think you're cool. We could be friends, but I don't see it being uh." you know, a romantic physical relationship anymore. And um how do you respond? Like, oh God. He he was like confused. He was just like, oh I had he was like, oh I had no idea. And then he was like, oh God, I, I don't know if I think I deleted it. 
but he basically asked me like what happened I just told him, I was like sir you have we've seen each other um you drank off my liquor I'd be buying you food off a of seamless blah 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 and he was like you know I'm not working right now you know do you want me to Venmo, Venmo you and I'm like no you can keep your money yeah yeah <laughs> yeah I was like you can keep your money um I don't need it it's just the main fact of that you got comfortable right thinking that that's okay yeah and you know what? And I that's think, not- sorry. Like, I was just going to say, to your mm-hmm. point, I have heard. Sometimes I don't know if men are genuinely clueless or if they really don't understand what they're doing. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, I've, I've, yeah. just, I've been in other situations. I've, I've heard other women talk about, like, they've explained, mm-hmm. to, like, they've had pretty much the same conversation. Like, texted a man, called a man, whatever, and be like, hey, I don't see this going in the, anywhere. And they're like, what? Huh? What you mean? I don't yeah. get it. Yeah. And, like, the fact that he was doing all of those things and he didn't realize that it was not cool, I just wonder... To your point yeah. earlier, like, do women need to be a little bit more honest and open about the things that they're not comfortable with so that mm-hmm. guys don't get this understanding in their mind that, oh, let me just see if she'll give me some seamless. It's not that big of a deal or whatever. And like, think that it's OK. And so they're not so blindsided when you're like, this is why, you know, I'm trying to end things with you. Yeah. You know, I'm not perfect, Randy. (laughs) No, but that's what I'm saying, though. I think like I think that so many of us do that. I've sent my fair share of like, this isn't working out. I'm not feeling this text. And I and I don't go into the reasons why, because I don't feel like a lot of times I don't feel like this sounds mean, but you're deserving of an explanation. Right. Like I just met you. I just wasn't feeling it or whatever. Um, But then like. Like I said, to your earlier point, I think maybe a little bit more honesty, because one of my things, too, lately has been I really don't think men understand what women think about a lot of things. Like, mm-hmm. I saw <laughs> I saw some, like, meme on the Internet that was like, men think it's hilarious when women are into astrology, but there's a bunch of niggas out here who think they that women have come every single time they've had sex. And I was just like, men, because women, I don't say lie, but like we withhold honesty. We withhold our real feelings and the truth of a situation in order to help men's egos feel better. And so they live in a reality that they're of whatever, whatever lie we told or whatever lie or dream we led them to believe. And so when yeah. we come and bring the truth, they're like, wait, what? That's yeah, how they're- you felt? caught off guard like I said yeah yeah well so I'm curious like do you think that you will approach approach communication differently moving forward in dating yes for sure um yeah I mean hopefully when this Rona thing go down Mm -hmm. um I definitely will when I feel ready to get back on the dating app situation yeah um I think it's important to, I think for me coming into deep into, now I'm not deep into my thirties, but I'm in my thirties to be very honest with men, especially if they're going to be in my age range, age range. Like I can't, 
I can't have these men out here thinking everything is is cute when it's yeah. not. You know, yeah. Yeah. I can't be doing that. I can't be doing that. So that's kind of my goal. Hopefully, in the next few months, when I do get back ready to date, yeah. to be a lot more honest, because I think we it hurts both in saying it and also in receiving it. But we have to do. It. We have to put that into practice. Like yeah. we can't just like have men think that we orgasm when we didn't. Right. <laughs> Because then you, you know, also you also don't get what you want. You know what I mean? If no. you can't communicate what you want or what you like or don't like in any realm, like you, then you don't get it. You know what I mean? No. And I also think it's not – it's sometimes unfair to – it can be unfair to have these expectations that you didn't communicate and then not give someone the chance to meet your expectations. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oof. Um, no, but that, that nigga, he was still going to ask you for money. So even if you told him, but you know what I mean? Maybe there was another dude <laughs> out there who could have like, I don't know, given you what you need, but who, like, who knows? So let's actually, let's transition to segment two, which is asking for a friend. So I know in the first email that I got from you, you told me that you are single and you are taking a break from dating. Yes. So tell me about that. Um, You know, here's the reason why I'm taking a break from dating. I'm a very, um, I'm a Virgo. I'm very insular, not much of a recluse. I like being by myself. So I don't go out as much. I mean, Mm -hmm. I go out, I go to brunch, I hang out with my friends, I go to the gym. You know, I go to places where I need to go. You know, but I'm not, I don't go out with the, with the motive of like, I'm going to find myself a man tonight. You know Got how you. girls do that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I, that's, that's, just, that's just not my, that's just not my energy. So I go, I do a lot of online dating, mm-hmm. dating apps. And um, the dating apps has been hard. It's been really hard. And um, just through, again, with I said before, I have to do all the work, right? Yeah. I swipe right is it swipe right yeah swipe right you know I'm the one initiating the conversation I'm the one who's asking all the questions and a lot of times what I've noticed with like dating with the apps is like I could ask a guy like hey what are your ambitions in life and he would say something and then he say and you oh god yeah yeah (laughs) you know so I could have like all the dope questions and he'd come back with a and you question mark. Yeah, like, yeah. so he's not really, <laughs> he's just like piggybacking off of my question yep, yep. that I asked him. So it's been, <laughs> it's been a lot of that. Um, and it's been a lot of ghosting. Um, the last, one of the last guys I was talking to really cool, again, really cool guy. I'm mm-hmm. not going to shit on anyone. Really cool guy. Um, I'm the one who made a date like, okay, let's go here somewhere in Harlem. Um, at this time, he made up a lie. I'm going to say it's a lie for the purpose of this story because mm-hmm. I don't have proof. Mm-hmm. I'm going to he said, oh, my uncle fell down the stairs, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, OK, I hope your uncle is OK. He's like, yeah, sure. He said, yeah, OK. He's like, OK, thanks. Um, we're taking him to the hospital. I think something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's how why I think it's a lie. I just think I've been in this situation before where another guy was supposed to go on a date and he made up a huge, massive lie about going to the hospital. So I just, I'm just like, I'm assuming that this guy that I was talking to for a bit made up a lie again. Yeah. 
about going to the hospital to not want to go on a date. Yeah. I just think it's a, like a trend here. I don't know if it's, I don't, again, his uncle probably was really hurt. I have no proof, but I'm assuming that it's a lie. And yeah. it's his way of like getting out of the situation. And like, you can't so, like, you can't, you can't question. You know what I mean? Like, are you really, ta- like, cause then you look crazy. You can be like, are you really taking your, your uncle to the hospital right now? Yeah. Cause you look okay, crazy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not going to question it. Right. I just think, I just think it's a lie. So it's been a lot of that. Um, this, I just spent a lot of like, um, guys be really disgusting, um, with this, I'm having another conversation and the guy's like, Hey, so I really want to have sex right now. Do you want to have sex? And I'm just like, Oh, wow. Um, um, yeah, things like that. I remember one time I had to tell this black guy, I was like, you know, we live out here. And I literally said the same. I was like, we live out here in a me too era. Be careful of these questions. Mm. Mm. I literally said that to him. I was like, "That's real." I was like, "I was like, don't be go- doing this. Yeah. Like, this is you out here looking crazy." Um, a lot of that dick pics, un- unsolicited dick pics. I remember one time, I think I was at the gym, and um, I looked down on my phone. There was a penis on my phone. <gasps> he airdropped it to you. I've heard of that. And I was just like. Now, what if I was at work? Because sometimes yeah. I have my cell phone at work on my desk. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I was just like, things like that just freaked me out. It's Damn. just things like that. Um, a lot of just, um, what they call it, social pimpaling. You oh, know, back that. and forth. I hate that so much. Um, with just no sort of like. Direction or intent. Direction. Or, yeah. And I remember someone was like, how a lot of guys, you go on dating apps. Because it's a game. Yes. I was like, so people are going on date without any intention yeah. of like dating. And yeah. I'm just like, Ugh. so it's just all of that is just exhausting to me. Yeah, that's real. like, so I have to, I'm like, I have to maneuver through, I have to do the swiping to find out if a guy is just playing the game. I have to maneuver to see if the guy may or may not be ghosting. I have to move to see if he's not going to be outward with the whole want to have sex or sending me a dick pic. Right. It's just like, it's, it's a lot. Yeah. And so when I say I have to like take a break, I just have to take a break. And from all of that, and I just want to, hopefully this time of quarantine, I just want to like recalibrate and hopefully be in a better space where like some very decent, intelligent, enterprising men can come into my life. Enterprising. I like that. Yes. I got that from Whitley from, um, Oh yeah. <laughs> from different worlds okay Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) so um yeah i just want that to be you know be drawn into me drawn towards me yeah that's real so i guess as you're taking your break what do you Mm -hmm. for what have been the the highs and the lows of like your singledom right now um probably no sex that's real i understand that very much yeah if there was a way, <laughs> I mean, I do have someone because of the Rona, I, I can't do it. I do have someone in my back pocket of I'm like, hey, do you want to? But it's like, I don't want to blur any lines, you know? Yeah. And I don't want, you know, and, this, and I don't want to make something out that it's not. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So I think the only thing is the lack of sex, um, really, to be honest. So That's what are- like a really... The high is probably just, I like listening to a lot of like your podcasts. I listen to um, 
what's her name? Desdemona Hoffman. I forgot. I think Dates and Mates. Oh, That's yes. another. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Horrible Decisions mm-hmm. co- co- podcast. Um, there was just another podcast about um, dating that I just stumbled on. So I've been listening to a lot of those just to get like an insight of like what's going on. A lot of dating terms, a lot of sex terms, um, just how people are maneuvering, especially men out here. How are they maneuvering? So I can get some insight yeah. when I'm ready to like jump back into the whole fold. Yeah. I can be a little bit more equipped. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> So that's kind of is my those the highs and my lows. Okay, that like sort of totally relatable. I remember um, people still like don't believe me, but there was a period where I went like four and a half years without having sex, and it was like, um, yeah, really, really, oh, yeah. not fun. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think it's I went longer. I think I think I'm gonna be very honest. I think majority of my twenties. Oh, same. Yeah, that's real. Majority of- twenties I didn't have sex. I think I I think I lost my virginity like somewhere like when I was like nineteen I believe. Mm-hmm. And then like years, 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 years passed than when I actually start having sex again. Oh totally. That, yeah, that's a lot that's a lot of information. But yes. <laughs> no. No, I told like yeah. that's I have a very similar like story. And yeah. I think for me one of the things that makes it really hard is I I generally can't have sex with people I don't like. And so it's like this whole process mm-hmm. of finding someone, like figuring out that I like them, but then like not wanting to fuck it up by like having sex too soon. And it's, yeah, it's like a really hard dynamic to like manage. I wish, I always say that I wish I could be someone who had casual sex, but it's like really, really hard for me. Um, I mean, I have the casual sex, but I mean, I, I mean, I always say like, I was telling my sister this. I was like, I really, it's very, very, very rare for me to like someone. I feel like mm-hmm, all the men mm-hmm. I've dated in relationships, I've tolerated. That's what, that's my level. There's like, I tolerate someone, yeah. then I like someone, yeah. then I really, really like someone, then I love someone. Yeah. I'm still on the tolerating stage. Girl. Like, all, right? I'm, yes. to- I'm just tolerating them. Yeah. You know, until it builds and I see that you're really invested in me. I'm investing in you. We have like an equal exchange going on. Then the like, then we probably hit to that like stage and therefore they want if we proceed to go further. But yeah, I've just been tolerating guys. And though in the toleration stage, this could be a lot of casual sex because, you know, you could be here today and gone tomorrow. I really don't care. See, that's my problem. I can't tolerate niggas. Like if I, (laughs) my toleration, it ain't, no, it's, it's very low. I have very low tolerance. Like is I need, maybe that's what I need to work on in 2020. Um, Get some more tolerance. Let's move on to segment three, which is the Do Better Corner. Um, And in this segment, I like to illustrate that, like, even the best of us have been petty in our past. The best of us have been immature in our past when it comes to dating and relationships. And so I asked my guests to share something petty, something immature that they've done in the past when it comes to dating or in a relationship. And so do you have something that you'd be willing to share um, with the audience? Um, sure. Um, I don't think it's petty or is it just heartless? 
Um, Heartless works. <laughs> oh God. Um, I would say this guy I was talking to for for a brief time. Um, the thing with me, and let again, honesty. He was honest to me about who he were like. He was dating other people. I'm like, I'm cool with that. As long as you're honest with me about that, that's cool. That's yeah. fine. Um, I think he was uh, asking me, you know, about, you know, like sex and things like that. Uh-huh. And, oh, jeez. I basically, oh, God. I basically told him, like, every time we've had sex, I didn't come. In a in a very in a very it was a very heartless way though like it was like like yeah it was like and like I remember we were texting about it and he was like oh wow like I said it in a way that it was kind of really like it threw him off and I felt kind of bad but in the back of my mind I was just like I shouldn't feel bad but again the thing the dynamics like I shouldn't feel bad but I did and I sometimes with me. I guess a Virgo, we, um, I could be very sarcastic mm. and I can say things in a way that can be hurtful. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I, I think I, I know that's not really the greatest story, no, but I said, something, I said something really heartless um, to him regarding his performance. And yeah. It's funny because I could, I couldn't say that to someone if I was like being I could jokingly say that like you know I didn't come but I would also it would be like a lie like if it was someone who I gen if it was someone who I genuinely had bad sex with I would have a really hard time like being honest about that Mm. so you feel like the bad sex will lead will make you be less honest yes 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 i would like want to spare your feet his feelings feeling yeah whereas like if it was like medium i would be a little bit more honest because i know that there's room for improvement but if it was bad Mm. i'd just be like no it's okay you know yeah i had a good time um i don't know girl it's it's hard but i also have a friend who i know she has been really 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 honest with dudes um and i don't know like i think maybe the way she communicated it was probably like considerate of his feelings or whatever but um you said it was considering or wasn't considering. it was i think she tried to like communicate it in a way that was still like not super hurtful or a shocking maybe i don't know what the right word is but um but i still think like dudes are gonna take it away regardless they're gonna feel some type of way um if you like your dick is whack so i don't know (laughs) Well, sometimes you just got to say it that way. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Got to keep it 100 sometimes. Got to say it that way. Yeah. But anyway, this has been a really fun and interesting conversation. I think, like, your experience sounds like it exemplifies a lot of what, a lot of, like, early to mid 30 single black women are experiencing unfortunately especially uh, those of us who are like on the dating apps um yeah and i think a lot of us are navigating a lot of the same challenges and learning how to communicate learning how to like navigate these apps learning how to deal with like trash dudes um mm-hmm. and learning how to like 
say what we want. You know what I mean? It'll be a little bit more yeah. open about what we want. And I do think that comes with like age and time and maturity and experience. Um, and we're going to get there, girl. Like we all, because yeah. communication is hard. Yeah, it is. And honesty is hard too. It is, it is. But again, thank you so much for chatting with me today. This has been super fun. Um, and I hope like the audience took uh, took a little bit of a, a gem and some insights away. Thank you so much, Randy. I really love your platform. I think you're doing such an amazing job. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, well, yeah. I will talk to you later. Of course. Right, thank bye. you. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Situationships Podcast. If you learned anything on this episode, please share the episode with a friend. Get Situationships Podcast merch and early access to podcast episodes by becoming a Situationships Podcast Patreon at patreon.com backslash situationships pod. You know that situationship you had that one time? The one your girlfriends remind you about when you start acting brand new? I want to hear about it. Hit me up at situationshipspodcast.com backslash my story or email me at situationshipspodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to connect with me and the Situationships Podcast listeners on social media. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at situationshipspod and on Twitter at situationspod. Talk to you soon. Bye, y'all.